Hey, this is Eric Bress, the writer-director of Ghosts of War and The Butterfly Effect, and you're listening to the Horror Squad Podcast. Hello, welcome back to the Horror Squad Podcast. Tonight we're talking about Hubie's Halloween 2020 release currently streaming on Netflix starring Adam Sandler. Uh, we decided to get a little Halloween spirit, so perfect little new, new movie to watch. Uh, we got myself, Todd. We have Joe, Sam, and Steve. Um, man, I don't know about you guys, but around here, it's like definitely picking up for Halloween stuff. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Nope, it's not actually... In, not in, in Salem? Like, well, I mean, it is in Salem, but like in stores, like we're finding it harder and harder to like find Halloween stuff. Like everything's like already moving on to Christmas. Oh. That's not good. I definitely haven't been in stores though, so I can't really say for that. But like the Halloween events tomorrow, we're doing a uh, um, haunted hayride called Sandyland Acres, so we're excited for that. Nice. And then we got the local farm opening up for their corn maze soon, Farm Haven. So we're excited for that. So a lot of little uh, little little things going on. Sweet. Yeah, we went to uh, Spooky World over the weekend, uh, and there was. Uh, it was okay. Um, Sam enjoyed it more than I did. I felt like it was kind of like set up like a cattle herd. Well, because it's in the middle of a pandemic, so. Well, exactly. Um, but there was no social distancing, like, whatsoever. Like, everybody was just up each other's asses. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> How'd that make you feel? Um, it definitely made me feel like a little, I guess, like not safe uh but i mean everyone was wearing their masks and stuff so that made me feel a little safer but i was just like people just seemed like so oblivious like they didn't like really care or anything about like the social distancing part of it yeah i think people just don't get it man even after what almost a year of this stuff right but, yeah, I don't know. yeah it's annoying mm-hmm are you Steve doing any events yet or any plan on no uh, no I've been too busy doing stuff at home so I haven't really uh, done anything uh, I have gone to a couple stores to pick up like other stuff and like Joe it's like they're already starting to push Halloween stuff away to make room for Christmas um, but yeah it is what it is uh, I did pick up a cool, few cool things so at least I got to do some Halloween shopping this year but nothing uh Nothing too big this year. Yeah, don't forget about the sales, November 1st. Yeah, I actually think this will probably be the best year ever for sales because a lot of people aren't buying Halloween stuff. Right. So I have a feeling that there will be more stuff available for people like us who really love her in Halloween. So, so look look out, folks. Think a year where you can get some cool stuff for pretty cheap. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm already like eyeing a few things at Spirit I want. Uh, and I'm like, eh, I'll try to wait until everything's 50 and 75% off on November 1st. What kind of things? Um, so uh, definitely the uh, Trick or Treat Studios uh, Nightmare Part 4 mask, because I'm trying to build that life-size Freddy at some point. So that will be 
the face on that. So I definitely want to grab that. And it's like $70. So I'd be like, well, 50% off. If I can get it for 50% off, I'll do that. Uh, I'm considering getting the Sam. Did you get the Sam, uh, the life-size Sam, Todd? And I think Steve has it already, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, I grabbed it this year. I had a 20% off ticket. Is it worth it? Uh, I mean, you're just going to have it in your apartment displayed, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I do, and I, I actually prefer the the sackhead mask, not the, uh, I guess pumpkin mask. Um, yeah, it's dope. Yeah, it's about it's a little shorter than Reagan is, but other than that, it's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, so that's on the list too, and then uh, yeah, those are like the two main things I want, I guess. And then there's uh, Party City. There's an awesome uh, Captain Spaulding mask. Trick or Treat Studios did, and uh, the likeness on it is like killer. So I actually am considering maybe picking that up before the sales just because I feel like someone might buy it, but we'll see. What about you, Todd? Anything you're looking to pick up this year that you've seen? Um, I might do some animatronics because you can get some sweet deals, 75% off on the um, – there's a Pennywise one, but I did have that one last year and ended up selling it, so I don't know if I would buy it again. Um, but probably like there's this wood – Crystal Lake uh, sign that I really want. It's pretty. It's like thirty bucks. If I can get it for fifteen, that'd be awesome. The one from Spirit, right? Uh, I don't know if Spirit made it, but it's like three by three. Uh, no, like three by four or something like that. Wood. Yeah, 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 I've seen that one. That one's awesome. Uh, yeah. Have you guys seen the Georgie animatronic? I saw yeah. it for the first time. Uh, yeah, I did. Cool. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. That'd be something maybe 50 or 75% off I might pull the trigger on. You got to have the room for it, though. That's a big piece. Right. I, I don't have the room for it. I think that's something I would just keep in storage until I, like, moved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. After watching the Hoobies, I kind of want to move to Salem. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it. I was going to say a lot of it's not even really Salem, but we'll talk about that when we get to the movie. You mean Hollywood lied? it's probably canada probably it is some canadian jokes in the movie so i'm sure steve enjoyed it (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah no there's a word and uh but i i can attest that there's at least some of the film in salem because when i visited salem last year to see joe and sam they were selling props at the stores that's right cool yeah cool cool so what about uh any emails or anything steve yeah, uh, we got a few emails, or well, not not emails really, but uh, uh, questions on social media, which you can ask us uh, on all of the major social media platforms at the Horror Squad Podcast, HorrorSquadPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're going to split the segment to two this week because we got a lot of Hubie questions. Uh, people are really into that movie, which is great, so we'll do that at the end of the show. But we do have a few non-Hubie questions, uh, starting with uh, Mandy. She says, of course, I think people are expecting this one at this point. Uh, recommend a movie that starts with the letter R. Revenge. Yeah. That's yeah, great. Love that movie. It's a good one. Uh, rollerball. I mean, not Rollerball. That's a great movie, but not horror. Right. Um, <laughs> the original, not the remake. Um, the Road is uh, not necessarily horror, but like super horrific. So The Road. Mm-hmm. The ritual, fucking awesome. Oh, oh yeah, ritual is great, man. That was on, on, I think. Yeah, it was a good one. Uh, Wreck 
obviously, which I think we talked about last week when we did quarant- when we recommended quarantine. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, Wreck, obviously. Um, Rosemary's Baby, which we did for the podcast a while back for, I think that was Sam's birthday episode. She picked that one. Return of the Living Dead 1 and 3. You can skip 2, 4, and 5, but 1 and 3 are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, ready? I'll throw out Ready or Not as well. Mm. Yeah, that's mm. a great one. Yeah. That's a great uh, current one. Uh, oh, Ring You and The Ring. But uh, I would recommend checking out the Japanese version uh, first. Um, I, I think don't know then- if I've seen it. I found it to be scarier than the American version, but the American version is great in and of itself. So you really can't go wrong uh, either way on that one. Uh, Oh, here's here's one we didn't even talk about, Reanimator, which Ah. we're on our Stuart Gordon retrospective, um, which I think was... Yeah, definitely. And I think think we all said it. I think that was Stuart Gordon's uh, best movie as well. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, that's a good list to, for her to mull over and check out. All right, uh, the next question from Mandy is, what's your favorite cameo in a horror film? Ooh. Um, are we considering Hoobie Halloween a sure. horror film? I'm going to go with the Ben Stiller cameo. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and right, right at the beginning pretty, too. So. It's fun. Yeah, that was pretty. That was yeah. really fun. I was really surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. What about you, Joe? I will go just off the top of my head here. Uh, I had actually had the answer, and now I can't even. <laughs> I totally lost it. Uh, come back to me. <laughs> All right. I'll uh, Sam. Do you have one or? Sure, it's everyone's absolute favorite. Busta Rhymes from Halloween. Oh, <laughs> Is that a cameo or an entire character? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's Busta, Todd. <laughs> I thought you were going to say... Uh, you, don't, you don't question it. I thought you were going to say uh, Roseanne in Night Run on Street Part 6. <laughs> you got wrong. I did. Yeah, For me, uh, I'd say it's probably Bill Murray in Zombieland. Um, oh yeah! So I'm such a big fan of Bill Murray, and one that's super random, but I really loved, especially as a kid, was Hulk Hogan and Gremlins too. Oh gosh! It's just <laughs> such a fucking random one, so I loved it. So terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, did you uh, think of yours? I no, I I completely lost it. Which is, if it comes right. to me, I'll I'll, I'll I'll throw it out there. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, her next question, if you made an indie film and could have anyone do a cameo, who would you pick and in which capacity? Okay, my answer came back to me. Uh, Johnny Depp in Nightmare on Elm Street, part, it was either part three or four, when he comes back uh, to reprise his role as Glenn, that was pretty awesome. I don't remember that at all. Oh, it happened. I can't remember what I can't remember what, what part. I want to say it was part four, maybe? It was either three or four, but he comes back. and he, It's like a little uh, video, and Freddy's like, this is your brain. 
and this is or like Glenn's like this is your brain and this is your brain on drugs and like cracks the egg or whatever. Huh. I'll have to rewatch yes. that. Yeah, YouTube it. Forgot the question. Oh, who can you have as a cameo in your indie film? Um Yeah, and, and in I which Bruce Campbell is a milkman. Bruce Campbell is a <laughs> milkman. Nice. And I for no reason. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Or like a mailman. You can you can write a mailman into any story. Hmm. Sure. <laughs> I'm gonna do uh, Jack Nicholson, and he would be a uh, a, a bellhop at a hotel. I think it'd be dope to see Jack as like a bar, like just a dude at a bar sitting there. Oh yeah, that'd be yeah. good. Yeah, that's a good one too, since he sits at the bar a lot in The Shining. So. Yeah. What about you, Sam? I guess Shia LaBeouf, and he'll say, just do it, when someone doesn't want to kill the killer. I love it. Perfect. He just comes out of nowhere. Do it. Yeah, he's like in the background with other people that are about to die. And for me, I think uh, someone that I, I'm surprised we've never seen in a horror film, as far as I know anyway, is uh, The Undertaker from the WWE. Mm. Um, just because he's like almost a horror icon without ever being in horror. Like, I don't know, just like this weird thing. He's done cameos in other movies. He did uh, Suburban Commando, and I know he did some TV shows and stuff. But uh, to see him now that he's like out of character, I'd like to see him do a cameo in a horror film. And just murder some people. Maybe in like See No Evil 3 or something where he's, <laughs> he's hired to fight King. Love it. Yeah. Um, all right. And her last question, um, and this is an interesting one. As horror fans, there's a certain stereotype about us. Can you tell us something about yourselves that's very off brand for a horror fan? Something about ourselves that's off brand for a horror fan? Yes. Off brand. Right. Um... I'll take showers. <laughs> and where and where Just do you hurt? <laughs> yeah. You, you gotta love know. cons, man. Yeah. But that's all cons. It's not yeah, a it's thing. all cons. Yeah. I guess mine would be is that I'm not really impressed with the uh, horror celebrities, even though I'm a horror fan. Yeah, you that said that. Huh? Yeah, you like don't, like, I don't you either don't care about me yeah. and my cons and stuff, yeah. Because you're a celebrity yourself, Sam. Oh, you. It's because you, you guys the, are you got the Yahoo. Uh, we're not in Women's Magazine or Yahoo. So <laughs> <laughs> Joe kind of was in Yahoo, but just as associate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really like 80s pop music. So I, I don't it, like, God. I think, I think a lot of horror fans like, you like death metal or something. But no, I like 80s pop music, man. Yeah. Like, who do you like? Like a virgin. <gasps> Touch okay. for the very first time. Right. They got the best, it's got the best beat. Yeah. Alright. Um, uh, yeah, I'm kind of like a similar to Todd, I guess. Like, I'm like super into uh, emo pop punk, of all things. <laughs> Which Sam, like, yeah. always, Sam hates it, and I like love Blink, it. Like it's... Blink-182? Yeah, 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 like Blink-182, My Chemical Romance. No, yours is, no. I love Blink-182. I love Blink-182. Joe listens the... to the... Well, I listen to a lot of, like, the deep, like, the not 
lesser known emo pop punk bands, I guess. But like, like that's what I grew up with. Like it's when they were like their biggest in the two thousands. No, probably like bands you never even heard of, like the starting line and cartel and hit the lights and stuff like that. Like they were I guess they were more like underground per se, but they really weren't because cartel had their own show on MTV called Band in a Bubble. So they were <laughs> uh which was terrible by the way. Well imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Just like Mid- Who? Mid Midtown? Or is it O Town? Sounds familiar, no, but Midtown. Midtown? No, I never listened to Midtown. Okay. I'm not familiar with them. Um, but yeah, like just like stuff like that. And like I guess it's more I don't know. It's not what you would associate with like for a horror fan, like you said, yeah. most people most horror fans you think like metal and stuff like that. So yeah. which I, I do I don't know. I don't think that. I don't think I've ever associated like horror fans i don't know what do i know i think there's like the stereotype horror fan that everyone assumes is a horror fan you know like the like grunge you met like leather jacket and yeah exactly which you know what i think the the most knowledgeable horror fans usually are the ones who wouldn't suspect are horror fans you know like the the 40 year old dude at the con that's wearing like a button-up shirt and he has like you know all this knowledge i think i guess that's more closer to us Totally. Yeah, you also get a lot of like the poser horror fans, uh, which is like the same in like music and stuff, where they'll wear shirts of movies they've never seen and don't yeah. know anything about, you know, things like that. But uh, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't bother me but, really, but I know you're an eye roll definitely when you hear them uh, at cons, especially. Um, mm-hmm. For me, yeah, I mean, you get a lot of you get a lot of that from like Stranger Things and the new It movie and stuff. Right. Um, for me, I mean, no surprise to people listening. On top of being a huge horror fan, I'm also a really big like Disney fan. So I watch a lot of Disney cartoons and uh, stuff like that. So, I mean, that's really off-brand for a horror fan. But I, I enjoy watching stuff like Aladdin and The Lion King and uh, Pixar stuff. Something I've always loved. So, um, yeah, that's definitely I think my biggest off-brand thing that I'm that I'm into. And I also watch like stuff that's totally not horror like just before i was watching the golden girls it's, just, it's in my life's not all horror my man i love the golden girls yeah it's like stuff, yeah stuff like that that i think people would wouldn't recognize as a horror fan but you know it's not just about horror there's a lot of other cool things out there horror is just my favorite one you know just the way it is i'm also like super into sports too and i know like that's not really often a thing and I know, like, well, all you, all you guys are, actually. But I know often, like, sometimes if you're, like, more into nerdy shit, you don't really like sports, but I, like, love sports. Yeah, I used to be a lot more into sports, like, in my teens than I am now. Um, but I still watch it, you know, especially hockey. I mean, you know, kind of or Canadian, Canadian, Canadian kind of stereotype there. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, definitely something I got less into as I got older. I think it's just because it was giving me too much anxiety. It's just, you know, it's just nerve-wracking to watch sports when you're, like, really into a team and stuff. Um, yeah, it makes you mad. It ruins my whole day if my team Yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah. Which is because, quite often. Which is funny because that's why when I watch sports, I tend to watch, like, a game where I don't give a shit about the two teams because yeah. I don't care. And I just enjoy it for kind of what it is as opposed to the investment. But then again, you don't get that high or that super low, you know, when you, you are invested into a team. Yeah. yeah. 
All right. Uh, next question comes to us from Kayla. She says, kind of geared towards Steve, but everyone can answer. Uh, you have steamed rooms. Can't wait to see. But if you had an extra room, what theme would it be? And what are some of the items you would want in that room? Themed rooms, huh? You know those, um, like, uh, amusement parks have, like, the rides where it's, like, oh, like, well, yeah, perfect example is Honda Mansion. Um, and they'll have, like, decorations and stuff like that. Um, there's just one in Kings Island in Cincinnati that's, like, uh, kind of like a Honda Mansion knockoff, but it's more, like, really, like, a lot of neon lights and, uh, you know, basic horror stuff, no themes. And I think it'd be really cool to just have, like, a blacklight-themed room with, like, just a bunch of, like, amusement park-themed decorations. That'd be really yeah. cool. That's, that'd be really fun. Well, besides, I'll go, like, a little off thing, because, like, uh... I'll stay off horror just because that's too, that's kind of like obvious, but I'm also like a really big uh, dick fan. Um, so I think it'd be really cool to have like a dick themed room. Can you um, edit out the Tracy part, Steve? <laughs> says, uh, I'm a really big <laughs> <laughs> dick fan. I want a dick room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. Sam, what kind of room would you like other than Halloween? Which is incredible. My own room. You have your own room, kind of, right? <laughs> My own bedroom. No. Okay. <laughs> um, I used to collect Hello Kitty, so I have a Hello Kitty room. Mm-hmm. At um, Universal Studios Orlando, they have a Hello Kitty store. So oh. you can fill, fill that room with all, all sorts of stuff. I would love that. Yeah. Um, as far as mine, I mean, all my rooms are themed already, so I've used a lot of the themes I wanted. But uh, if I were going to go with another theme, another room, it would, I, I don't have a video game room. Uh, where I play video games is my horror room now, so it'd be cool to have one that's just dedicated to video game stuff. I have a video game corner because I have some statues and stuff from games I've played in the past, uh, including some horror ones like Bioshock, which is probably my favorite horror game. Um, but yeah, I think that would definitely be my next room if, uh, I had another one and, but if I was going to go to horror, I think I would do a Beetlejuice room. Um, I think there's a lot of cool themes and a lot of cool, like things that you can do within that uh, franchise. And I think it'd be a pretty fun room to do. Like I do like the afterlife kind of Beetlejuice side of it, uh, which I really dig the aesthetic of. Um, and that's it for the questions for now. All the other questions are Hubi Halloween related, so we'll ask them at the end of the show. Fun fact I thought it was hubby, <laughs> yeah, me too. And I thought uh, it was like me, me, a, mar- a marriage thing, yeah. <laughs> me, me and my uh wife had like a little contest about if it was hubby or Hubie, and she won, unfortunately, because <laughs> I also thought it was hubby, like, like the Makes husband sense. of someone, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Um, what have you guys been watching? Um, so the first one I watched over on uh, Amazon Prime, it's uh, 
2018's American Nightmares. Um, so American Nightmares is a story uh, starring uh, Danny Trejo and Michelle Nichols, who played uh, Uhura in the original Star Trek series. Um, it's an anthology film about a bunch of issues in America and kind of a Twilight Zone twist to them. Uh, I had never heard about this movie. I just saw that it was an anthology. Me and my wife wanted to watch something, but we were tired. So we're like, I don't want to watch something too long. So we figured an anthology, we could stop it midway through if we needed to. Uh, and we, I expected this to be bad. But honestly, I really fucking enjoyed it. Um, most of the... Uh, and most of like the short stories in the film are really compelling. Uh, some of the twists I didn't see coming, and they were interesting twists. Uh, so yeah, it was a nice little surprise uh, as a film. Now I will say that some people um, on a certain political side might might not like this film because it gears itself towards a certain side. But uh, overall, yeah, I'm Canadian, so I don't give about shit about that kind of stuff. So. I enjoyed it for what it was, and I thought it was an entertaining little film. So check it out, American Nightmares, uh, over on Amazon Prime. All right. Mine is also a Amazon Prime, and it's called The Beast Must Die from 1974. Um, it is about – well, first of all, it's a story where they actively want you to participate in trying to figure out who the werewolf is. In the beginning, they're like, we are going to send you clues, and at the end, we will pause to let you – Try to make a guess who's a killer or who the werewolf is. Um, it is very 70s um, from the dress to the soundtrack. So you got to kind of get over the soundtrack. It's super annoying at times. Um, but it's about a rich dude that invites, um, I think, like 10 or so people to his mansion out in the woods. Um, he's got the entire place bugged with cameras, microphones, um, things to detect your, uh, can, uh, what's it called? Detect your heartbeat, stuff like that. And all the 10 people that he invited, he thinks one of them is a werewolf. I don't know how, but he does. And he's like a super eccentric hunter and things like that. So um, he does a bunch of tests on them, like, hey, hold this silver, um, sniff this wolf bane, things like that. And then you have to figure out who the, who the werewolf is. Uh, it's, it's enjoyable, but I felt like they didn't give enough effort to the clues. The, the, kill, the, the werewolf who it ended up being um, was kind of ridiculous because without spoiling it, it doesn't make any sense for the person to be a werewolf because it's very close to the person that is suspecting everybody. So how can you go that long without knowing? Um, but other than that, it's it's okay for like a kind of off-putting, different kind of 70s movie. So The Beast Must Die. It's got a really stupid um, looking wolf too on the cover of the art. It's like, it looks like a Sesame Street wolf. But The Beast Must Die, 1974 on Prime. Alrighty, my first one tonight is uh, one I heard Todd talk about last week. Uh, this one is from 2003, and it is called Love Object, starring Desmond Harrison yeah. from last week's Wrong Turn movie. Um, I knew Todd had high praise for this one, so I wanted to go and check it out. Uh, this one is about a uh, guy named Kenneth, who is just like this socially awkward office worker um who basically decides to buy a uh, sex doll and forms this like really like realistic relationship with it um so much so that like it's at times it seems like the sex doll might actually be like real and uh starts getting jealous because Kenneth uh, has a thing for 
one of the office one of the other office workers and uh you know he'll like wake up and the it seems like the doll may have started like ripping uh up pictures of the girl and shit like that um and yeah i'll leave it at that uh i really enjoyed uh this movie so todd thank you for recommending this one uh it is it is like it gets like really bonkers um but it never take like it takes itself seriously so it never gets like comical really it's like it handles the material pretty well and uh i loved the ending and uh a nice little appearance from udo kier in here as well which i enjoyed uh so yeah this one i would i would definitely recommend it is a great little uh like psychological thriller glad you liked it and i really liked the ending too that that cop guy was hilarious yeah <laughs> sam do you have one this week i don't um, so my next one is something I watch over on Shudder. It's a 2020 release, and that's The Beach House. So in this movie, a couple uh, go to a beach house that the guy's father owns to have a romantic getaway and try to rekindle the relationship a little bit. Uh, so they go there and then realize that there's someone living in that beach house because of some kind of miscommunication with his dad. So the two couples end up just staying there together. Uh, the other couple is an older couple and they have dinner together and they run out of wine. So the, the guy, uh, the young guy is like, Hey, how about we try some edibles? So they say, okay, fuck it. Let's, let's do some edibles. And it so happens that this dangerous mist is starting to come over on uh, the, the beach as they're doing edibles. And then it becomes a whole story about, are they high? Are what are weird things happening because of this mist? And they're trying to figure out what's going on, and a bunch of stuff ensues. I don't want to say too much more. Um, I really did not like this film. I thought it was slow and just absolutely boring. Uh, it does have a interesting like final fifteen minutes, but the fucking hour and a half before that was just just a real slow burn where nothing happens or very very little uh, the movies the characters move real slow and it just it really didn't uh, capture me as a film i know a lot of people do like it um so it could be just me i mean joe might love it because it's a slow burn you know and uh i don't know it's just something that personally didn't appeal to me uh it's, it was on my bottom five but then i watched two worse films right after um but yeah, it's definitely not for me, but maybe check it out. It's, it's, it might just be a personal taste and not actually the quality of the movie. Uh, yeah, I missed, the, I missed the title on that one. What was that one? The, be the Beach House. Oh, okay. Did they at least wife swap? No. Uh, well, no, they're, they're not today. You, you like to watch <laughs> old, old people doing it with young people? Hey, you know what? You gotta do what you gotta do, player. <laughs> All right, this is one I've been wanting to rewatch for quite a while because um, I just remember despising it, and I think it's because I love the original so much. And this is American Werewolf in Paris from 1997. Um, I don't remember or watch this one. It might have been. On, I think it was on Tubi actually. Um, but a similar setup to American Werewolf in London, where this time. 
a guy and his pals are from America. They're going across uh, Europe doing like, you know, challenges, how many girls they can sleep with, jumping off shit, things like that. They go to Paris and the uh, soft one of the group falls instantly in love with this uh, pair while they're on top of the Eiffel Tower. They're going to legally um, bungee cord, I guess, if, if that's the right term, off of it. And they're hiding because they see her walk up there and they think she's a worker or whatever. And she ends up uh, trying to commit suicide. Uh, in a stupid fucking scene, he jumps off the top midair, grabs her, doesn't break her neck by the shockwave or anything like that, and then saves her life. Um, and then he has to follow her around. And eventually it turns out that she's a werewolf from a werewolf clan. And these werewolf clan guys, they throw parties, um, mostly for Americans. They say they love Americans because they end up... Um, the problem with it, though, is not the CGI. The CGI is bad, but whatever. It's late 90s movies, so you can't expect that. The problem is the writing and the reactions, especially from the main character, completely unbelievable. Um, there are scenes where like, she uses her werewolf powers and like throws them through a window. And, oh, well, what did I do? What's wrong? And I'm like, dude, she's like throwing you around and he still doesn't have the like a genuine reaction from a person in that situation would, would have. He's getting his ass kicked. Um, people dying, he, he just acts like it's not a big deal, things like that. So it's just very bad writing and very unbelievable reactions. That being said, I mean, you can do worse. Um, definitely not anywhere near American Wolf in London. But as a standalone, um, knowing that you're going to see like a lower budget werewolf film that has some terrible CGI and some terrible acting, um, you might enjoy it. It's definitely funny to watch with, with some friends or by yourself, though. So, uh, 97 American Werewolf in Paris. Yeah, I haven't seen that one in forever, Todd. I, I remember liking it like as a kid, but I that's yeah. one I definitely would like to rewatch as well. So. Yeah, they have sex on like a tombstone, and he turns into a werewolf, and she's like, "You're so hot." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, my next one, uh, actually my last one, because I only had two this week, um, is a 2020 release um, called Spiral. Uh, Spiral is about a uh, a uh, gay couple um, who uh, are moving into uh, a new house with uh, their uh, daughter when uh, like weird stuff basically starts to happen. Um, you know, they start basically it all starts with uh, an old guy kind of like ends up in their backyard and gives one of the uh, guys a piece of paper and he's like, don't tell anyone. And uh, from there it gets weirder and weirder as we see, uh, you know, rituals happening next door and uh, just a lot of weird stuff. And basically these, uh, the couple tries to kind of figure out what's going on. Um, I feel like, I don't want to say too much because I feel like the less you, the less you know about this movie, the better because I went in like really blind and I ended up really, really enjoying this one. Um, I guess you could say it's sort of like uh, kind of like get out, I guess, but replace, you know, uh, replace it with a gay couple instead. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty interesting. What did you watch? It's called Spiral. Mm hmm. What does that mean? I wanted to watch that. Did you? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. Uh, it, I would definitely recommend this one. It's right now probably in my top ten, more towards the bottom. 
But uh, very, very good. I would definitely recommend it. I would honestly say I think this is one we might want to do for the podcast just because I think it could be a really good conversation. Um, so, yeah. Um, okay. So my last one this week is uh, another one on Shudder and is also a 2020 film and one that I believe right now is my top five of 2020. And I think both Joe and Todd recommended it at some point. And that's uh, Yummy. So Yummy is a zombie apocalypse movie about a girl and her boyfriend who go to a hospital so she could get a boob job, uh, breast reduction, a boob job. And the zombie apocalypse happens as they're there. And a bunch of really crazy shit ensues throughout this whole experience. Uh, I didn't remember much of the conversation that Joe and Todd had about it. So I didn't really remember anything except the one detail that I did remember, uh, which wasn't important, but something that I happened to have in my mind. And I got to say, the movie is fucking awesome. And the less you know about it, the better. And that's why I'm not really going to go into details. There are a lot of really surprising moments in this movie that uh, were both shocking and hilarious and just fun. Uh, I had a lot of fun watching this movie, and I really urge everyone to check it out. so it's on Shutter. Yummy. A terrible name, though. They gotta do something about that name. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Yummy. Good movie, though. Um, all right, take my last over, one for the I'll week. I'll take it over hashtag alive. Oh gosh. Which I'm hearing great things about. Yeah, they also said Peninsula was good, and <laughs> wait for you guys to watch that. Mm. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Um, all right, my last one is Puppet Master Part 3, Toulon's Revenge. Um, trying to get through the Puppet Masters again. Uh, this one takes place in the middle of Nazi-occupied France, or maybe it's there in Germany. I'm not sure. Um, but Toulon has a puppet show where his puppets are naturally, you know, powered by the elixir thing that he got. Um, and he, it turns out, like, he got it from, like, Egypt or something. And the Nazis, the Gestapo sees him, like, mocking Hitler. Um, with his puppets, so they're like, oh, we got we got to do something about that. So they go in there, and they're like, hey, you can't have a puppet show about Hitler. We're going to conf- confiscate your shit. But then they notice, like, whoa, the puppets move by themselves. Meanwhile, this one Nazi doctor is trying to make Nazi soldiers uh, reanimate, and then they see that Toulon has, like, that elixir stuff, so they naturally want to steal it and make him work for them and things like that. Uh, they end up killing Toulon's wife, and then he's like, fuck you. He doesn't really say that, but then that, like, turns the tide where... The puppets start killing Nazis and uh, Six Shooter. I love Six Shooter in this. He's got some really good um, moments where he kills and he shoots all his guns at one time and they just blow people apart. It's pretty pretty cool. So um, definitely a lower budget, but it's pretty damn good. And uh, you can tell it was filmed on Universal Backlight. You see a lot of familiar things, you know, from Gremlins and Back to the Future, things like that. And um, yeah, Puppet Master 3, I don't know if it's streaming, uh, but I it's fairly inexpensive on dvd or if you can get the blu-ray set from um full moon in february for like 20 bucks which is a good deal so part three i mean it's pretty good speaking of blu-rays did you guys get your friday the 13th blu-ray sets yet i saw people are starting to get to get them in the mail i did not because i did not order from screen factory if you order from them they send it two weeks before launch date so i did not get it yet yeah but that's it for what watched i believe all right, so uh, now uh, we're doing a so fansighted.com, which is uh, this really great website that has a bunch of geek stuff and horror stuff that you guys should check out. 
uh, are going to do a little cross promotion with our podcast, which is really awesome. They reached out to us and uh, they told us about this really cool podcast that talks about Lovecraft Country, that new TV show that I'm hearing great things about. So uh, they wrote a little blurb for us to read and uh, we're happy to do so. And we'll have the best voice on the podcast, Sam, do it for us. So Sam, take it away. If you've been watching HBO's Lovecraft Country, our friends at Fansided have a really terrific companion podcast we'd love for you to check out. The show is called Lovecraft Country Chronicles, and it not only covers the HBO from a fan perspective, but it does a great job of diving into the themes behind the story. Host Mia Johnson and Natalie Zamora welcome a diverse set of experts and fans each week. Ever wonder what the history was behind Sundown Towns? Want a crash course in Lovecraftian horror? This is the show for you. Check out Lovecraft Country Chronicles on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and wherever else you can get your podcast. All right, trivia folks, here we go. Here are the scores. Uh, Sam currently with 39 points. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Joe with 53 points. Steve with 63 points. All right, Steve. Uh, in first place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The reigning champion. Oh, yeah? Todd. Oh, yeah? Kentucky Todd. Todd the Todd or who Todd? With 70 points. Oof. Is that with my added point? Oh, yeah, because my favorite yeah. number was 69 last week, huh? Correct. Whew. Mmm. That one tastes good. Mm. I like to say that it tastes like Kentucky fried chicken, which I've never had here, by the way. Oh. Oh, really? Oh, come on. You have to. I know. I never have. Lived here for like four and a half years and never had it. Get the mashed potatoes with white gravy. Oh, you know it. I need to get that. There's a place called Lee's Chicken, but that's a story for another for another day. Um, who would like to go first? I will start us off this week. And all of my trivia questions hey, in honor of QB Halloween are oh, going boy. to be Halloween movie-related questions. So starting off... Like Halloween Michael Myers? No. Halloween the holiday. All right. But I guess Halloween is a Halloween theme, holiday movie, so maybe there is one. Mm-hmm. You just have to wait and listen. <laughs> okay. The first one is Ernest Scared Stupid related. Oh, no. In Ernest Scared Stupid, the trolls were created... By the Chiodo Chiodo brothers. brothers. They were created by the Chiodo <laughs> Brothers. Famously known for creating the creatures. Killer Clowns. Killer Clowns from our face. Famously known for creating the creatures <laughs> for these two cult classic horror movies. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yes. And Critters. Yes, Sam gets the point. Why did she get the point? Because she said killer clowns as well. Uh, and then she right. threw out the critters next. So, okay. If we, if we I mean, if it were me, Todd, I'd give you one point and then me one point. But that wasn't my question, so I'm not the... You needed both answers. I'm not the ruler. Sam. That's a great question. Sam gets the point. It's a great okay. question. All right, well, some bias there, clearly. <laughs> Uh, do you have any ready, Sam? Todd. Yeah, obviously not. <laughs> All right. I'll go. This one is Hubie Halloween related. Oh. All right. From tonight's film. 
What did uh, what age did Hubie stop playing T ball? Nine. Twenty five. No. Damn it, Damn Steve. It. Uh, why did I say nine? <laughs> Once I said that, I was like, now it's 25. Right. Steve gets the point. Come on, Todd. You should know better than ask questions oh, about the movie of the I know. <laughs> I played myself. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sam, you got some questions? You can go ahead and go. All right. Uh-oh, I also have this to be a 10 parter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, I also have a theme tonight, but I'm not going to tell you what that theme is. So you'll, you'll have to figure it out. First one is, what movie is this tagline from? And it's a, from the 2010 decade. Okay. We've been waiting. We've always been waiting. 2010 the others. decade. No. Uh, that was like 2001, I believe. Or 1999, actually. I'm just trying to help. Uh, um... We've been waiting. We've always been waiting. 2010s? Yeah, that's correct. Man, I'm, I'm sucking at these fucking taglines. We've been waiting. We've always been waiting. Hmm. I feel like I, like, know this one. Like, I feel like I've, this has been on the um, like, a question before. I'm going to hold my guess. Well, actually, are you going to do a... Yeah, I'm going to go with the ruins. Is it from the ruins? It's not. I'll give you guys a hint. One last hint, right. okay? My theme of the week has something to do with tonight's movie. And this fits into this theme. Uh, Halloween theme, I'm assuming? No. Um, no well, fun. Little yeah. Nicky. No. <laughs> it's a good movie, man. I love that movie. I do, too. 2010's themes from tonight movie. Yeah. Um, is it werewolf-related? No. Well, son of a bitch. Okay, you guys give up? Yes. No, I want another hint. Oh, wait, I know, I know it. Lords of Salem. That's correct. <laughs> oh, are you fucking yes. kidding me? It, it is a Salem theme. That, uh, oh, you gave Joe a clue. I gave Joe a clue. Whatever. It was for Joe, wasn't it, Todd? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Sam, you're up. Okay, ready? What is the word that Hubie's mom used for accident? Boner. <laughs> Boner, Boner donor. <laughs> uh, what what'd she say? Kayaking gets me wet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want that shirt to wear when I go kayaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, my uh, next question is: Are you all ready for this one? Oh yeah. Okay, this one is hocus pocus related. Okay. Okay. In hocus pocus, what colors do the Sanderson sisters? What are the colors? Of green, the red, purple. Green, red, blue, and purple. Yeah. I think Sam got it. Yes. Sam got it. Yeah. But can you tell me who wears what? Um. Yes. Winnie wears <laughs> green. Yes. Mary wears purple, and Sarah wears red. 
Just kidding. Incorrect. I'm a fake <laughs> fan. Wait, I'll still give you the point that that wasn't. You know what? But Sarah's is like hers is pink and purple, so it looks like it's red. All right. This is going to be a easy one. I know Sam doesn't like when I say that. What <laughs> is the what is the gimmick in Friday the Thirteenth Part Three? Three D. Correct. Hubie should have been in 3D. Oh, or was Hubie. it? And the government changed our eyeballs one night while we were sleeping. <laughs> All right, Will Smith's son. <laughs> Speaking of government conspiracies, have you guys ever heard of uh, the website Birds Aren't Real? No. No. So the theory is, is that birds really are not real. And that they're basically like government drones that just watch us. And that's why you always see birds hanging out on uh, power lines because they're charging when they're like hanging out on the power lines. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're fueled Think by McDonald's fries. <laughs> Think about it, guys. Have you, have you ever seen a baby pigeon? Think about yes. it. Yes. <laughs> yes. <I have. laughs> There's some great shirts uh, on their website. It has like a bird, just a picture of a bird. It just says, I am alive. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) Uh, All right. So my next question, also Salem themed. In Hocus Pocus, we get a look at Max's skateboard in his room. Which horror icon is on it? Pinhead. That's correct. Nice. I totally didn't remember that. Oh, and thanks. That was uh, Kayla's question. So thank you very much for sending me that question. question. It is a great question. Yeah, I didn't remember that at all. All right. Go ahead, Steve. Hit it. Now I was going to say there's Hocus Pocus at the drive-in this week, and we might go see. Oh, Oh, nice. nice. Go do it. We might. We might. We might. All right. Next question is... Stop trying to look at the phone, Joe. <laughs> Fucking Joe, I man. See you, I see you looking in the reflection of the door over there that shows my phone. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> One of the songs off of the soundtrack for Hubie Halloween is titled Monster Mash. Who sings it? Forrest Pickett. Something like I that. I guess, Joe. Dracula. Yes. Oh. It's really Bobby Boris Pickett. But... Oh, come on. <laughs> That's good. That's good enough. We'll allow it. We'll allow yeah. it this time. <laughs> yeah. All righty. Fine. My last one tonight, also Hubie Halloween related. Ooh. Ooh, boy. What street does Hubie Dubois live on? Ah. Uh, Christ. I don't I'm assuming he's got something to do with the witch trials, maybe? Maybe not. Salem Street. Proctor Street? Incorrect, incorrect. I don't know. I don't remember at all. Okay, it is said at one point during the movie, Hubie lives on Elm Street. Oh, really? Okay. The yeah. tricksters. <laughs> I, I missed that. Me too. All right. Halloween movie related, the actual Michael Myers movie. 
And I gotta say the entire question. So it's like a two question thing, but it's only worth one point. All right. In Hawk, who is Lori getting set up with and ultimately dies in Halloween part two? Ben Tramer. That is correct. Yes. Poor guy Show gets it. hit by a cop car. Yes. <clears throat> All right. Uh, my last one, I think, is a super softball for Todd, which I feel bad now, but I can't Ooh. think of anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's a Hubie Halloween question. Uh, a character from another Adam, Stanley, Adam Sandler film returns. Which film did that character originally appear in? Are you talking about Ben Stiller? Talking about the character, not, a, not an actor. Oh, Hal. Hal from, from Happy, Happy Gilmore. Gilmore. Yeah, that's correct. I said it first. Yeah, I'll give it to you, Todd. Yeah, Todd said it. You won't give it to me because I took it. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like the best cameo. I I laughed so hard. So good, man. God, he he was great in fucking Happy Gilmore. (laughs) Yeah. Have you seen the deleted scenes? They get pretty dark. What? In in, uh, Happy Gilmore? Yeah, with his scenes. No. Yeah, you should see them. They get pretty out there. They have have, uh, grandmas doing that. They have him doing sex sex talk lines. Okay. <laughs> I'll check that good. out. All righty. Mine's... Two, you have to say two answers to get one point. Okay. Ooh. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give me the names of the... <laughs> <laughs> That sounded like a fart, Todd. Um, okay. What? I didn't say you. Oh, oh, someone did a little fart sound. I didn't hear it either. I have no idea <laughs> what you're talking about. Did you hear it, Joe? Yeah, it was you when you laughed. Oh, no, was that ghost? Okay. Oh, shit. How am I going to word this? Oops. Um, okay. Who are the two actors that appeared in Hubie Halloween that are currently on Saturday Night Live. Um, Keenan Thompson. Keenan Thompson. And Maya Rudolph. And it, I, I don't know if she's still on it. I have no idea. Oh. No, but it's worth a guess. Keenan Thompson. And... You shut up, Joe. Todd. <laughs> Keenan Thompson and Joe. Fucking I'm really Joe. That. Joe acts like he's an SNL pro, like I am. What do you Good got job. without my Keenan Thompson, though? Do what, Todd? What do you got without my help, though? Yeah, well, Keenan's that's the true. Choice. Well, you didn't say even... it. What, what, what was the other one? I missed it. Mikey Day. Who's oh. that? He, he, uh, he was the guy that had the axe in his head in the haunted house. Oh, I, yeah, I wouldn't even guess that. I haven't seen an SNL in forever. Yeah, I mean, either. Well, I, I watched the clips here and there, it. but. Uh, it's too political. All right, well, I'm going to give you guys a bonus Hubie Halloween question. Ooh. What are the radio call letters for the station, the radio station? W. Yes. F. No. Uh. I want to say like something like W K U M. Nope. You only know 
Massachusetts. No, it it's very. Uh, I can't believe no one's getting this. WSFM. No. Uh, Think of Salem. Which WCFM? No, it is. WC? No, wait. WTS? Yeah. <laughs> stop. No, it is WTCH, which is which. Is that really uh, it, though? I was thinking of witch trials. What's that? Is that really it, though? Is you that it? Yeah. That's the, the call. That's the call. That's, cool. that's WTCH. WTCH. I, <laughs> I got a bonus. I got a bonus, sir. All right. All right. Name the three flavors in Hoobie's soup can thing. Oh, Christ. Chicken soup, uh, clam chowder, and pea soup. Why the fuck did I even ask? Yes, that's dang a it. Good, that's a good one. He I wrote it down. Memory. The, he wrote I, it down. I, did, I, I actually didn't for that one. I remembered it. From... I have a... I have a bonus. Oh, all right. I got a bonus. Owner. In Hubie Halloween, Hubie is looking at a yearbook from what year? 1984. Good job, Joe. Yes. Dang it. Why is Joe getting all the night? What was it? 1984. Oh, that was close. All right, folks. Well, I guess that Hold on. Just got to do a bonus. Oh, all right. Christ. <laughs> I didn't, did not come prepared, but okay. Uh, okay. This is one of my favorite moments in the movie. What is the one thing Hubie's thermos doesn't do? Uh, oh, it doesn't have a compass. That's correct. Yes. Yay. I, I, I also wrote down in case you guys asked it what was on the TV, which was Creature from the Black Lagoon, and what was on yeah. the drive-in, which was I Was a Teenage Zombie and My Hairy Baby, which I'm not sure if My Hairy Baby is a real thing or not. I'm about to Google it. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that will be it for trivia tonight. A very fun round of trivia. Uh, Sam got two points tonight. Oh, yeah. To go to 41 points. Joe received seven points what? tonight. What? Shut seven up. points. Seven points. Liar. Seven points. Negative seven points, maybe. Seven points to go to sixty points. Uh, Steve <laughs> received two points to go to sixty-five points, and Todd received three points tonight. Oh. Go to seventy-three points. Oh. Oof. Oh. I'm cracking a hundred. Yeah. And uh, before we go into horror news, I believe Sam has uh, something for us. All right, guys. So we know that COVID's a thing, and we don't want it to ruin our spooky season. So we have something that you can do. Are you guys ready? What is that we can do, Sam? All right. So for anyone who remembers karaoke at the bars, and if you miss those times, you should definitely come check out Nick's Karaoke Bar on Discord for the best virtual karaoke experience you can have at your home. Real Life Host takes your songs and plays your request as you sing with professional karaoke tracks with little lag and no audio dropouts. Work Works on most... Sorry, guys. 
Works on most devices. Download the Discord app and go to tinyurl.com backslash Nick Aroki. We'll have the link on our Facebook page and Instagram. And then also, karaoke is going to be ran Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Fridays. And then Nick is going to be doing music bingo on Saturdays. And then we will be sponsoring a $100 cash prize from the Horror Squad podcast. Nick's going to be having a costume contest on the 29th. Um, so be sure you check that out. Again, we'll list everything on our social media so you can um, grab your friends and have a night in. And yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be really, that sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. And the karaoke Discord. Yep. The karaoke is costumed. And then with the bingo, it's going to be horror movie and music bingo. That's awesome. Yep. So, how do you, do you know how he's going to do that? The horror movie and music bingo? What do you mean? Like, he's going to play like clips. And then you have to like, Mm-hmm. The movie will be there or something. That's cool. Yep. That's going to be awesome. And uh, we'll, yeah, we'll definitely update you guys on the social media because we're probably going to go play along on that. Like, definitely on the hard movie music bingo. Yeah, I um, want to. Maybe we can even do it, like, on, like, video or something so people can watch us or something. Or we can do, like, a Discord or something so everybody can get in. Some sort of live chat room so everyone, all the listeners can get in. We'll figure it out. Well, it's already on a Discord, so oh, we okay. wouldn't start well, there you one. Go. Well, I'll get on the Discord. Yes. Perfect. And then also just wanted to mention um, there are going to be prizes for the music bingo nights, and the prizes are coming from Salem Witch Creations, which you can win a scarf and hat set or a beginner witch kit. And then also Light of the Lioness, you get a free online tarot reading. And then one of my favorite shops here in Salem, Die With Your Boots On, is going to be giving a $50 gift card away. So be sure to check it out, guys. Awesome. Sounds like a lot of fun. A lot of spooky events. So, yep. yeah, very cool. So, yeah, people who uh, have nothing to do for Halloween time, this is the perfect uh, alternative. Absolutely. All right, let's do some horror news. All right, first bit of horror news tonight I wanted to tap into was a trailer, actually. Um, yes, trailer? I know Sam is very excited for this, as they just released uh, the trailer for the remake of The Witches. Um, and we found out it's not coming to theaters. Uh, just like last week with The Craft, this one is going to be streaming. Uh, this one will be uh, hitting HBO Max uh, on October 22nd. So I know, I think we all watched this trailer. I know Sam and I definitely did. Um, Steve and Todd, did you guys have a chance to check it out? No. Okay. Sorry. Steve? Yeah, I did. Uh, okay. I, I think it's, it's, it's like, okay. You know, it's like. Uh, I'll watch it because I like the witches, but like the craft, I don't know. You know, I'm not, I'm not sure on it, but it's, it, it got me enough that I'll watch it. Were you a fan of the original witches? Yeah, saw in theaters. Uh, it's maybe the first like horror-ish thing I ever saw in theaters because it was what like 1992 or three, something like so that. Yeah, I, I would have been like ten. So yeah, I think it might be the most the first horror thing I watched in theater. So I've got fond memories for it because of that, and 
Yeah, I look forward to seeing this new interpretation of it. Cool. Sam, I know you're very excited. Okay, so I don't remember too much about The Witches, if I'm being honest, the movie anyway, from back from the 90s. Um, so I'm definitely going to rewatch it before I check out the new one. But maybe I'm wrong. You guys can tell me. I feel like with the trailer, they didn't release too much. So I feel like you didn't you didn't see the whole movie in the trailer. So that made me really happy. Um, I love that Chris Rock is narrating the voice and then also Anne Hathaway. So I'm really excited for it. And like the music sounds really whimsical and kind of outrageous. So I think I'm going to like it, but no pressure. Uh, and yeah, I think it looks like a, a fun, like, kids movie for sure. Um, something I will check out. I really did love the original Witches. I just don't know how you're going to be able to replace Angelica Houston as the Grand High Witch. And that. No one's trying to replace it, though. Well, I know, but I, it's just like, it's going to be really tough to, to uh, compare, like, for me to, like, not compare it yeah personally and i don't like the use of the cgi mice in this one because the practical effects mice in that original they looked great and they were awesome so doing cgi it doesn't surprise me but but um, it's a kids movie kids are gonna be like wow look at that practical effect (laughs) of the mouse all right fine maybe i'm nitpicking (laughs) it is just a kids movie but uh you know it was my childhood so obviously i'm gonna nitpick this remake a little but i i will definitely check it out and uh we'll report back i'm sure and uh probably do like an on our what watched um when it releases in a couple weeks Alrighty, next bit of news here is a little bit of trouble on the scream set as three crew members have tested positive for uh covid19 uh filming was shut down briefly for a few days However, things seem to be um, back to normal now as no other uh, cast or crew members have tested positive. They did resume filming on Monday. So hopefully no other delays and we will be getting Scream on January 14th, 2022. Uh, I have a lot of faith in this, obviously, with uh, the directors um, who we interviewed. Um, who did Ready or Not. So, uh, yeah, really excited for that. All right, next bit of news here is uh, I threw this one in for Todd because I know he would be excited about this one if he didn't already buy it. As Scream Factory is bringing Sam Raimi's Army of Darkness to 4K Ultra HD. Uh, Todd, did you already pre-order this? No, because I've already... I had like three copies of that movie. I will this time. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. Well, they also announced they're also re- um, releasing John Carpenter's They Live in 4K. I got that one. Oh, you got that one? All I right. got that one. Did you get the figure too? I got the set with the figure and the record. Awesome. All righty. All right. Next bit of news here. Uh, this is a nice little bit of uh, spooky season uh, surprise here. As Shudder has announced, a Creepshow animated special will be coming to um, their streaming service this month. That's right. On It will be launching on October 26th. Uh, the special will feature adaptations of two stories written by Stephen King and Joe Hill. 
and will be directed by Greg Nicotero, uh, with Kiefer Sutherland starring in this animated series. So, uh, really, really cool. Uh, the two names are called uh, Survivor, Stu- Survivor Type, which is based on the short story by Stephen King, and Twittering from the Circus of the Dead, based on the short story for, uh, by Joe Hill. So, very, very cool. Uh, so, definitely be checking that out uh, at the end of this October month. Alrighty, next bit of news here. I, I threw this one in for Sam, because I... Really want to hear her thoughts on this one, as we are getting a Firestarter uh, uh, remake or a new adaptation of Stephen King's Firestarter. Uh, are you guys fans of Firestarter? What's your Barrymore? Mm-hmm. Well, we have a new star. Where's Drew? Not Drew. Zach Efron has been cast to star in the new adaptation of Firestarter, of course, Zach Efron, who uh, we did a movie on recently, Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil and Vile. He played Ted Bundy. Well, he will now be uh, starring in this adaptation um, with, uh, it seems like it's going to be a Blumhouse production. So, yeah, we will keep you guys updated on uh, that. Next bit of news here is some Terrifier 2 update as it will not be releasing this Halloween as originally planned due to, obviously, uh, you know, COVID delays. Uh, The new goal is to have the film completed by early 2021. Uh, However, uh, the director went on to say that does not mean we will have distribution secured. Uh, That will be the next step upon completion. So, um, yeah. We'll keep you guys updated on that, but Terrifier 2, you're going to have to wait a little longer to see uh, that one. Uh, All righty, what else we got here? Oh, uh, next bit of news here uh, is... Sorry, Steve, you have to add a little bit. (laughs) All right, next bit of news here is... uh, Did you guys know they were filming a Dope Breathe sequel? Because I had no idea. A what? A what? A a sequel to Dope Breathe. Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't know. Uh, apparently, it's already done. Uh, Stephen Lang announced today, the star, of course, uh, that filming has officially wrapped on the Don't Breathe sequel. Uh, it is going to be uh, directed by uh, Fede Alvarez from Evil Dead fame, of course. And uh, yeah, in Don't Breathe 2, the blind man has been hiding out for years in an isolated cabin. And, is, and has taken in and raised a young girl orphaned from a house fire. Uh, their quiet existence is shattered when a group of kidnappers show up and take the girl, forcing the blind man to leave his safe haven to save her. So it seems the like... The uh, hero. Yeah, it seems like it, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll see about that. Uh, don't breathe. Very good. I think we all uh, enjoyed that one. So we'll be definitely interested to see how uh, the sequel pans out. Uh, Some news for you horror collectors here. As Hot Topic currently, go and pick it up. They are selling an exclusive Michael Myers Ghost Sheet bobblehead figure. This thing uh, is really cool looking. If you are a horror collector, uh, this is one you're definitely going to want to add to your collection. Uh, And it's only $27.92. So... Go and pick that up, you horror collectors. And um, 
And the last bit of news tonight is just a uh, rest in peace to Chris Carnell, who um, was uh, he played. He was a stunt performer. Um, most notably, he starred as the Miner in My Bloody Valentine 3D. So a uh, a rest in peace to him. And uh, yeah, that's a bummer, man. I would like to meet met him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so that is it for horror news um, tonight. Halloween Eve. Danger is afoot. I'm going to make sure every citizen in this town is protected. What is that, monitor? Looks like you made that sash from one of your mother's scarves. <laughs> <laughs> There's something off in this town. We got an unsolved mystery here. I say Marco, you say Polo. Marco! Weirdo! Oh, Hubie, don't go out there. Shalem needs me. Not sure what's happening in this creepy town. The police department is advising everyone to stay home and lock their doors. Ah, what are we screaming at? <sighs> you know what I think done it? Oh, werewolf. Think you've been watching too many scary movies, Louise. All right. Hubie Halloween 2020 release on Netflix. According to IMDb, good natured but eccentric community volunteer Hubie Dubois. Dubois? Dubois? Dubois. 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 <laughs> finds himself at the Doobie, center of the real murder. Dubois. Dubois. Oh, well, okay. Hubie, Hubie, Dubois. She's still going. Hubie, Dubois. Finds himself at the center of a real murder case on Halloween night. Despite his devotion to his hometown of Salem, Massachusetts, and its legendary Halloween celebration, Hoobie is a figure of mockery for kids and adults alike. That's an understatement for sure. Um, all right, so straightforward here. Uh, the movie takes place in Salem on Halloween, and Hoobie, played by um, Adam Sandler, is... I I think we need to discuss this part right now. Uh, does he have, like, a disability? I don't know. I read that it was his. It's the same character he did on SNL. So I don't know too much about his character on SNL. Let me. What's the uh, name? Hubie, or is I, it the same? No, it's a different. It's Canteen Boy from Saturday Night Live from 1975. Okay. Ah, uh, that's a great question. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I thought. Uh, I thought that's who are we to say? I just feel like it's yeah, like every true. Adam Sandler character, like just you know, like kind of like the Water Boy or like Little Nicky. He's just like quirky. Um, mm. But I don't know if he has like a disability or not. Maybe. I don't know. I guess it doesn't really matter. He has but asthma. I... That's considered disability. Well, Hashtag asthmatic. <laughs> um, what? Yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, anyway. So he plays this character that's kind of uh, just a big goofball that um, takes it upon himself to be like the safety hero of Halloween. Looks after kids, but at the end of the day, he's really just got a big heart and he likes to look out for people. But he's constantly picked on like 
like brutally and kind of awkwardly and kind of uncomfortably at times, in my opinion, where they kind of go over the top quite a bit. Um, his love for Halloween is kind of strange because he's scared to death of all Halloween decorations. So that's kind of strange. But if mm-hmm. follows him as a, they're getting ramped up for Halloween. And then meanwhile, an escaped insane asylum patient goes back to the town, which alerts Kevin James character who plays a police officer that this guy's coming back, like be on the lookout. Meanwhile, Hubie has a new neighbor um, that is, you know, he's hiding something. He tells him, hey, don't come to my house. You hear a bunch of scary stuff. It's fine. Don't bother me. Of course, Hubie does. Um, and then the story just follows him on Halloween night as he's trying to, you know, solve mysteries and getting constantly pranked by kids and adults alike, um, all the while taking care of his mom and being sought after by the local um, hot chick from his high school that likes him clearly, but he's too afraid to do anything about. So that's pretty much the movie in a nutshell. Um, yeah. Steve, why don't you start it? All right. Um, so I didn't know quite what to expect with this movie, uh, other than it was probably going to be a typical Adam Sandler film. And I kind of went into it with low expectations. But I got to say that I really enjoyed myself watching this movie. Uh, it's it, it made me laugh out loud a lot, which is rare. Like, I don't laugh out loud a lot at movies. Um, and this one got me quite a few times particularly the shirts that the old ladies were wearing every time got me a laugh. Like every single time I laughed at those damn shirts. Uh, There's just a lot of clever little lines. It's funny. Like it's like the more they tried, the less funny it was, but it's these little throwaway things that they would do here and there that would really get me. And uh, yeah, it was just a really fun film. And not only did, do I say that I really liked it, but I think I'm putting this into my, future October rotation. Uh, it's got that charm and that like Halloween spirit that I really like to watch in October. Uh, like it made me psyched for Halloween more so than I was before. Uh, I've been a little down these days because of stuff that's happening at my house, but this really put me back into the Halloween spirit. So I, I adored this film. I thought it was great. Yeah. Not to get too deep into it, but for the record for Steve, there's a poltergeist at his house right now. He's trying to handle um, so he's just dealing with that. It, it looks at him when he's changing and throws his underwear around, stuff like that. So it's kind of awkward, but it throws his underwear and it gets on his head. Yeah, <laughs> like, hey, who did that? And he goes, I did. <laughs> yeah, do you want me to go first? Do you want to be the last one to say your thoughts? Because I know this was late. No, I'll go. Okay. Um. So, like. Steve, I wasn't really going in with any big expectations. I was just excited um, to kind of see like how the locations, how like Hollywood turns locations into what they want it to or whatever. So I was fascinated about seeing that and just like what places weren't really in Salem that they make look like Salem. Um yeah, so I was really excited about that. Um, but I also, with I'm with Steve. I laughed way more than I normally do at movies like that. Um, I felt like a kid just laughing, and I forgot that I hated my life currently right now. Um, so that was a good little getaway. I loved all of the um, Halloween props, the Halloween decorations, like all of the haunted house set up and I really loved all of the Halloween music 
Um, at first, when the movie started, it was a little slow for me to get into it, uh, just because it was a little difficult for me to understand what Adam was saying. But then, I don't know, somehow I was able to understand him. Um, I loved that it had a lot of SNL uh, old cast members and current cast members on there. And I just liked it. It just made me happy. It was a really good time. It's also going to be on my every October watch list. Um, and did I say I like the soundtrack? I hope that they release it on vinyl. That would be really cool. Um, what else? It's really cool just seeing like any of the famous witch sites here in Salem. Like the Witch Museum was really awesome. And then also just any of the Salem buskers that you could kind of see. And then it was really interesting because the whole, um, there was a lot of talk of when they did the vendor fair setup, like it, they got so many businesses, local businesses to do that. And they paid them to be in the movie, which was really cool, but you didn't really get to see too much of that, which is fine. Because they still got paid for and whatnot. It's still a cool experience. But it just was a huge thing here while they were currently filming that I thought at least it would have some little more glimpses of them. But maybe it'll be like on extended scenes when the movie comes out on DVD. I don't know. But yeah, I really liked it. Uh, I don't have too much to complain about it, I don't think. Yeah. Um, yeah, Fortunately, Netflix doesn't put out their stuff. That's yeah. that's why I asked that in a question. I was like, I don't think that's yeah. gonna happen, so never mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, they might release. Sometimes Netflix does release it on DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah. And I feel like this, this is one maybe because they could make some money releasing this every year at Halloween time, like on DVD, Blu-ray. So I guess we'll see. Um, but yeah. Uh, so I was kind of excited for this one, just mainly because Sam and I went to a lot of the filming locations last year. Um. The most exciting was obviously going to Hubie's house. actual house, which was amazing to see all of those decorations like just look like Halloween threw up on the front lawn and stuff. So that was really cool. And the, the rest of the street was all decorated, too. But just Hubie's house in general was really cool. Sam even has like a picture of the mailbox that yeah. says Dubois on mm -hmm. it and stuff. So it's really, really cool. And I still got a leaf that I stole <laughs> off the yeah. street. That's a prop. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, that was really, really cool. Uh, interestingly enough, not in Salem. It was the next town over. But <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, so, yeah, I was, like, excited just to see at alone, just to be able to see, like, the filming locations we went to. Um, but my expectations were a little low at the same time just because it was an Adam Sandler movie. And I just have not been a fan of Adam Sandler's latest work. Loved Happy Gilmore. Billy Madison, like all of the older Adam Sandler stuff, not so much on the newer stuff. Um, so I was trying to keep my expectations in check. Um, and I gotta say, is this movie cheesy? Yes. Is it corny? Absolutely. Is it a little dumb? Yes. But did I love it? Yeah, I really did. I had so much fun um, with this movie. Um, I think it just really captures, like, the spirit of Halloween, like, perfectly. And pretty much, I would say, like, almost every scene in this movie just, like, oozes Halloween. Like, it doesn't, like, Matt, like, just, like, even if there's lights or whatever it is, like, there's always Halloween, like, in, like, a scene. And it just, 
I, I mean, I thought it was perfect. And, like, it just put, put me in a great mood. And the movie also has a really nice message, too. Um, you know, which we, you get to towards the end. But, uh, yeah, I, I had a ton of fun with it. And I agree with Steve and Sam. I mean, I think this is one I would definitely watch, you know, like, every Halloween, you know. And it has, and it also gave me, like, uh, Ernest Scared Stupid vibes in a way. Like, it was kind of like, uh, when I say, like, dumb, corny fun, that's kind of like what it was. So, yeah. Well, I guess I'm going to be the odd man out here. <laughs> you care about this podcast. No, I'm joking. Actually, no. Um, I had I don't remember watching anything about this. I think it was mentioned maybe on the podcast. But, yeah, I mirror everything you guys said about expectation-wise. Um, and I went into it thinking it was going to suck. And I was pleasantly surprised that it didn't. Um, yeah, there was stuff that bothered me, like the stunts on the bike. I was like, eh, give me a break. Yeah. But, um, and then like the over the top, like everyone's mean to him, really? That's kind of far-fetched. Yeah. But, um, man, I was cracking up quite a bit during this one, especially like the small stuff, like where, uh, Tim Meadows is licking his fingers. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. he's like, does this turn you on? He's like, those are man hands. Do you think about man hands? <laughs> And, uh, I don't know, that, he was, he was very funny, and it just, it was just pleasant, man. It was just a pleasant movie, and like Joe said, it, it just felt like Halloween, um, captured a lot, and I can't really say too much that you guys haven't said already. I pleasantly enjoyed it, and I think it's a good family Halloween with adult jokes that will go over their heads, and they won't understand, so that's always a plus, too. I'm going to say I loved Steve Buscemi in this movie. I think he was probably my favorite, like, side story. Because there were, like, quite a few side stories in this. You had, you know, Buscemi's side story. And then you had um, Rob Schneider's uh, little side Uh, story there. I like when he pisses (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then you had, uh, yeah, the Tim Meadows and Maya Rudolph character. So, yeah, there's quite a few, a lot of, like, fun little side stories here. But... Buscemi's was without a doubt my favorite playing uh, the the neighbor next door who was turning into a werewolf. He was just great. <laughs> or was he? Or was he? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> right, we find out he really wasn't a werewolf. He was just an escape mental patient who like had was paint like pasting uh, the stuff on him. It was just it was hilarious. And like him and Rob Schneider together at the police uh, at the police station was just great. <laughs> what about uh... I think the scariest thing in this movie, though, is Kevin James's hair piece. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah, awful. I don't know what they were going for with that, but... <laughs> yeah. There's, but like, a lot he... of... No, go ahead. No, when he um, when he was doing, like, his... Um... Ah, fuck. What would you call it? When he was, like, telling what bothered him. And he's, like, the other week or whatever... I arrested a guy, and he, he said he was honored for being arrested by a Muppet. I just fucking started cracking up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. There's so much, like, small stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff in here. But there's also, there's, like, a lot of, uh, like, little Easter eggs, too, for, like, horror movies. Yeah, there are. stuff like that. Like, um, the one that really uh, spoke to me, and I kept saying it to Sam, was uh, The Fog. Um, with the way... Uh, they had the woman on the uh, the radio keep like talking to the town of Salem, reminded me a lot of oh, yeah. Adrian Barbeau's character with Antonio Bay. 
And like at one point, uh, you, we ha- even see like a lighthouse with the fog surrounding it. I, I definitely don't think that was on accident. Um, but we find out it's not a woman when we get to the radio station. It's actually Shaquille O'Neal that has a woman's <laughs> voice. <laughs> I felt like there was also like a Christine vibe too with yeah. the car. And then there was another classic movie that I noticed that I felt like they were paying mm-hmm. homage to. Yeah. Which one? Did you say it was like Halloween, like like a Michael Myers reference or something? Oh, because one of the kids' name was Doyle, and then the other guy's right. name was Tommy. Mm-hmm. So I thought oh. that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, I thought Doyle was from. Um, right, I thought O'Doyle was more from the old Adam Sandler movies, like the bullies always O'Doyle. Lee Madison. Oh well, yeah. that too. No rules. Right. Well, that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there were a lot of callbacks too to like his old. Like classic movies, like obviously with uh, wasn't was his name Hal? Is that what you said? Hal, yeah, yeah Hal. Yeah. yeah, I mean that was just fantastic. Yeah, what a great way to start the movie. Yeah. Oh uh, well, I guess the other with the like psycho really like escaping that was kind of a Halloween thing too, where yeah. he goes into the cell and mm-hmm. he's looking for him. Yeah, I thought, like, anyways. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, no, they, like, threw a lot of those, like, little Easter eggs in there, which was, like, really fun as well. Um, and, yeah, it was, it, was, it, was just a, it was just a blast of a movie. Like, I had so much fun watching this. And, um, uh, yeah, and just, like, Hubie's just, like, I, I guess the one, my one complaint is his voice. Like, yeah. I really, I, I really struggled at times to understand what he was saying. So I kind of wish he dialed that back a little bit, but. Should have just been normal. yeah. What do you mean, Joe? You cannot understand me. Yeah, Adam Sandler's so cute. Yeah, it didn't make sense. The voice. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't I'm with really... Todd. Yeah, I'm with Todd too. I just feel like, like really, the whole town, every single town. one. Like you're telling me, Hubie by now hasn't like snapped beaten someone up. He hasn't realized his mom. Hasn't like wanted to help him. Well, I guess she's always tried to help him, but I don't know. Well, it's really, I mean, it just relays the message at the end about just be like, you, no matter how many people give you shit, to just be a good person. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. She was nice. I even got, I got a little emotional towards the end there. I did too. <laughs> it got like really sweet and like tugged at the heartstrings. It's yeah. probably just because we've been in quarantine for so long. It's like, uh, but yeah, no, it was nice. It was. It had a nice message. Message too. It's great for like. Uh, I mean, it's just a great family movie. I also read somewhere that they were saying, um, "How come all of the women that are dating someone are dating down?" Like with <laughs> Maya Rudolph's character, she's like not attracted to her husband. With Valentine so- and Hubie, she was the most popular girl. Would she really like Hubie? And then the. What's his name? Her kid was with that girl, and everyone was. They were. The article was just mentioning, like he he wasn't a a bad looking guy. No, he wasn't. But I mean, the girl was a few years older than him, and he is immature. Then also with Hubie, like he's really immature. So would Valentine really like that? But then they mentioned of where she tries to kiss him through the TV, and she's like, "Well, I guess they deserve each other." So I just thought that was interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't. I didn't really pick up on that really. 
Yeah, yeah. I didn't either when I watched it, but that's someone grasping at straws. I think all I all I picked up was that me and Joe are my Maya and Tim. <laughs> Joe's sucking it's, his fingers. Yeah. <laughs> Just turn like, you on. Just turn you on. Sam's like no. No. <laughs> like when. What did she say then? Like, do you want me or something? And you started crying. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also loved when she comes out of the car and she's like, if you jump out screaming, scaring me, I will punch you in your face. And I was like, that's me. Because yeah. Joe always tries to scare me. I'm like, Joe, I will punch you five times in the head. I don't care. <laughs> I haven't yet. So <laughs> You should. And um, if Hubie can do all those bike tricks, but he's scared out of a little jump scare, like riding the bike is more frightening than the stuff he was scared of. <laughs> Plus, he's obsessed with Halloween. I don't get why he would be scared, honestly. I know. Doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, I guess, like, I love horror, but I hate to be scared, and I'm scared of the dark. But my favorite thing was... His thermos. His thermos, obviously. And there were just some things that I related with Hubie on this. Okay. I was telling Joe, I mean, he loves Halloween. That's me. He lives in Salem. That's me. He has asthma. That's me. People have made fun of the way I've talked before, so I can totally relate to that. Uh, but my all-time favorite part of the movie was when they rolled the end credits and they showed him just screaming at all of the stairs. That was my favorite part. I loved watching that. I was cracking up so hard. It was so yeah. fun. You know they had a good time filming this too. I know. That's just what I kept thinking of. I'm like, I would crack up if I was on set. I can not I can only imagine how much fun that was for all of them it's a great ensemble cast too yeah like, there's so many good people in here even like ray liotta like just like <laughs> yeah randomly inserted in here like was I, I there wasn't like one character i like really disliked like i thought everyone like was really fun and good in mm -hmm. i disliked one character um Ooh. the teacher that the dressed as an egyptian oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. she's kind of bugged but i mean yeah. whatever all right. Um, you guys want to get into some of the questions we got on the movie? Yeah. Or... Sorry, I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, so the first one comes from Creepy Kate. She says, "What's your favorite costume in the movie?" Mine is Tim Meadows' yeah. headless costume. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, I, it's not my favorite, but I just thought it was hilarious that all of the women. And the little girls were dressed like Harley Quinn. Yeah. Like they fun. were kind of like poking fun of that. <laughs> when the dad's looking at the little girl and he's like disgusted. <laughs> yeah. As oh, he should be. Yeah. <laughs> Another horror reference we didn't mention was uh, all the ghost face masks. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> that was cool. Uh, for me, I, uh, even though I didn't like the character because he was such a dick, but I fucking love the Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah that, that was more. a good one. Yeah, that was great. Um, and, yeah, my buddy Patch was like, oh, I love the pee-pee ghost. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> that, that was a funny scene, though. And, uh... Are those pee things? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, the next question comes to us from Angel. He says, what was your favorite thermos attachment? Ooh. 
I like the umbrella with the jack-o'-lantern. Yeah, that yeah really that, cool. same for me. Yeah. Same. I'll take that. I'll steal that one, too. I like the uh, harpoon thingy that flings over a tree and hits himself on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That actually made me laugh. <laughs> Yeah. It, uh, although I got to say, like I mentioned it in my trivia question, but one of my biggest laughs in the film was when he says, I should really put a compass in here. <laughs> like yeah. he's got everything, you know, that there's one thing he doesn't have. <laughs> I, just, I laughed so hard at that. I don't know. It just really got me. It was unexpected. So, yeah, I thought that was great. Um, his next question is What did y'all think of all the red herrings? So, who did you think was the killer throughout this film? I mean, I thought for sure it was, like, Rob Schneider just because they kept focusing on him so much and it seemed like he escaped, so he was, like, the killer. And then him, like, peeing in front of Hubie's house, I was like, what the fuck? Like, it was just so random. <laughs> and then you find and then you find out why, just because he's, like, just crazy and likes peeing everywhere. It's was, it was so funny. But, yeah, that's who I thought. For one second, I thought it was his mom, besides right. the ones that Joe mentioned. Yeah, I thought it was a killer, too. Yeah, see, I thought it was Violet Valentine. I thought she was, like, too good to be real. Mm. Mm-hmm. And she already had an obsession with Hubie, so I thought maybe that's how it tied into the whole thing. But it was not. So, yeah, it was interesting. But when you first saw the uh, blonde hair, uh, when he still had the pig mask on, which actor did you think it would be? Did, did you think it would be, like, a big cameo, or...? I did. I I knew it was going to be, like, someone famous. I was like, right. it's going to be... I had no idea who it was going to be, but I'm like, it's got to be someone, like, we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was Owen Wilson. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. By, just, just by the hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, uh, yeah that, that's what I, I, I thought it would be, but this is hilarious. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, and his last question is, was Bomb a witch? Yeah, you know, so I had someone else mention that to me, too. If was she what? Was, uh, was Hubie's mom a Oh, witch. yeah, that's what I, yeah, because, yeah. I mean, how else would she be able to snatch everyone back like that? Yeah. So. so I didn't even make that connection, but, yeah, it makes, like, total sense. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it makes sense. She was in, we're in Salem, like, Salem, you know, witch, so, yeah. yeah. And we know that he had, uh, like, witches in his family, right? Because mm-hmm. he talked yeah. about it at the museum. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess she was. And she did disappear. That, too. And then also because uh, a lot of people say, oh, I'm down the line of the witches involved in the witch trials. And so I thought maybe they were poking fun of, like, people who just say that just to say it. But, I mean, I knew that the mom had some kind of magic, you know. Frankenstein. What? (laughs) In the movie where they yell Frankenstein oh. as a uh, distraction. <laughs> it works, I guess. Uh, no. Yeah. It worked because I said, what? I was distracted. <laughs> yeah, we're all like confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I'll, I'll go to the last question here. This one comes from Chronically Horror. She says, I just watched this today while I was getting tattooed and it kept me hooked the whole time. It's a brilliant cast and really funny. It was a fun ride. It's definitely on my list of Halloween movies. What was your favorite T-shirt the old ladies were wearing? <laughs> I remember all of them. All I remember for word for word is the boner. The boner. Yeah. It was the second one she got. I can't remember. 
was it, another it, one. Yeah, the, the second one that she wore was probably my favorite. Was I shaved my balls for this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I fucking laughed so hard. Oh. But the kayak one got me probably the most because they were all funny. They're just like, yeah. you'll yeah. see those shirts come around now. People are going to oh, make yeah. those shirts. And, yeah, yeah, you will. Actually, Steve, yeah. since you said that, um, their Netflix is doing a window front at a old T-Mobile here in Salem, and they're going to have the Hubie Mom shirts displayed. That's cool. Yeah. That's Take really some cool. pictures. Which I'm sure some people will complain mm. about it. Why? Oh, because of the saying. Yeah, the sayings. Yeah, <laughs> bitches. Oh, yeah, and so oh. did you want to shout out your friend there, who's Shaq's wearing his T-shirt? If anyone wants to. Oh yeah. About that um, so my friend Michelle, her husband um, is an artist, and he created that um, Shaq's logo. Um, and then I think he's also gonna sell some more shirts so if you're wanting a hubie halloween shirt check him out it's jake with rest press on instagram uh question about the town you guys mentioned that his house was like a town over um yeah was the downtown stuff pretty much the same or how'd that work um so like that was actually filmed in so like when they were in the witch museum that was actually the witch museum like when uh. So that was actually filmed in the Witch Museum. And when they're in the Town Common, that is actually like Salem Commons. Like when they're having their little Halloween parade with the mayor or whatever. Um, that was actually filmed in Salem. Would you say Salem's the favorite place you've lived? Yes. Samantha? Yeah. yeah. But Me I haven't too. lived in a lot of places, so. Yeah. It's just good. I feel like if you're into like spooky stuff, it's there's well, since COVID, no, but before that, there's like at least like one spooky activity like a month. They That's really cool. do try to keep it going year round. Todd, you've never been to Salem? I have not. I've never been to Come Massachusetts. Come visit, Todd. I know. I want, I'm definitely wanted for next Halloween. Yeah. With the kids. Do it up. They'll love it. Rate it. Wait, but if you are coming to Salem during a pandemic, wear your mask. And don't (laughs) leave your nose hanging out like a little wiener hanging out of your underwear. (laughs) (laughs) Todd, you haven't seen that meme? No. You haven't? It's like, it's it's a cartoon uh, a ma- oh, a guy wearing a mask with his nose hanging out of the top of his mask. And yeah. they're like, leaving your nose out of your mask is like this. And it shows a little doodle of a guy in his underwear and his like penis is sticking out of his underwear. Yeah. And it is. Oh, like whenever my mask goes below my nose, I really feel like I'm like showing my tatas or something. I'm like, oh. it's true. <laughs> it's like... It's like, uh, I don't know, I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> it's just so stupid. It's just it, so when dumb. people don't put the mask over their nose. Yeah, wear your mask, bitch. I'm saying to everybody, it doesn't wear the mask right. Wear it. Like, you know that the nose and throat, they, like, connect, right, people? So your droplets can go out of your nose, too, that were in your mouth. Like, yeah. I don't understand. But You are not being oppressed. 
and is not your right. And you're not, you don't look cool. No one cares about your statement of you not not wanting to wear a mask. Get over it. (laughs) Just a dumb fuck. That's it. Well, (laughs) if you come from Salem now, you can see filming locations for Hocus Pocus, QB Halloween, and Lords of Salem. So there you go. You can do a little filming location tour. I got to watch Lords of Salem, man. I, I know it's grown it up. It was really I terrible. I'd let, I wouldn't mind revisiting it, though, because it's been a long time. You said it was awful. It was awful. So why would you revisit it? Because sometimes you're just not in the right mood. You for ain't going to watch it with me. Why not? I watched like 30 minutes maybe of it. I want to enjoy it. I won't bash it. I'll sit there and watch it objectively. I, I can already feel your negative <laughs> energy, Joe. I feel like that's a movie I should love. It's about witches. But you don't, so. Well, I know. I'd give it a second shot. Just like I want to give It Follows a second shot. You talk so much shit on that movie. I did. That movie's some pretentious bullshit, though. (laughs) (laughs) I want to give it a second shot, too. Mm -hmm. Let's rate this fucker. All right. I'll start us off, I guess. Um, Yeah, like I said, it's a really, really fun movie. Um, I think if you're an Adam Sandler... If you're not a fan of, like, Adam Sandler movies, I could see you, like absolutely hating this but i think if you're just like a fan of halloween in general you'll at least have a fun time with this one uh but yeah like i said it's in my it's gonna be in my yearly rotation i had a lot of fun with it i'm gonna give it a seven and a half samantha wait real quick i wanted to ask Stephen todd did you guys notice that there were some weird editing like flaws with it no. Really? I watched it on my phone, though. No. Yeah. And, oh, you Especially on your phone, though. Oh. That sucks. Well, there yeah. was, and there was, like, a weird, like, green screen glitch. Because um, oh. Mich- when I told you I saw, like, the two boars, Michelle said that oh, yeah. they filmed that on a green screen. Oh. And that it probably just picked up, like, an extra one. But I don't know. There were just some, int- there were some weird, like, editing flaws with it that I had picked up on. And I thought that was it, strange. The one scene I noticed it a lot... Eye was uh, the cafeteria scene where he's like, or whatever, in the school scene when he's explaining, like, the ghost. And uh, I found a lot of, like, jumping. And I was kind of confused as to where he was in the speech. And I don't know. Yeah. So there I kind of saw some editing flaws. But outside of that, I didn't see anything that was yeah. overly mm-hmm. glaring. Just curious. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and give it... I'm going to give it Nice. Well, I wrote down eight point three thermos, thermoses, thermos, thermos, thermoses, thermoses, thermi. You should have given it an eight point three one. If it was an opportunity, I would have said a ten point three one, Joe. Oh, I love it. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to give it eight point three. Inhaler puffs. <laughs> all right, sorry, Todd. It's okay. Sorry, right. get it all out. It's out. I'm gonna give it a. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a solid eight, even. Because I had a lot of fun, and it was actually surprisingly good. And that's exactly the same score I gave it. In solid eight. I just. Uh... 
you know, I was looking at my other 2020 movies, and even though this one is stupid and dumb and all that stuff, I just enjoyed it more than a lot of the other movies on my list. So I feel comfortable with an eight. Is it in everyone's top ten right now? Yes. Yep. Yeah. By default, but yes. Uh, <laughs> very good. Uh, Horror Squad approved. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Definitely. Is this, is this turning you on? <laughs> <laughs> what about now? <laughs> um. Hey, you know what, though? Stranger Things Season 4 is going to be strange, because that kid is fucking old. Am yeah. I right? You didn't even realize it was him. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's he's a like tall the little green bean. Yeah. Do we That's know what we're doing yet? We haven't discussed it, right? No, we'll figure it out. Alright. Well, follow us on social media, and we'll <laughs> let you guys know. Yep, for sure. Alright. Alright, thank you. Bye. Bye. Hubie Dubois, and I am here to tell you that Halloween is fun, but we must stay out of the danger zone.